Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And uh, I have a rainy and windy day here in the beautiful state of Illinois in the United States of America. How's Singapore? Right. Yeah, there was some rain today. There was some rain. It was nice and warm. Yeah, it, and, uh, it was great. It's not a, it's not a cold <laughs> rain. It's not a cold rain. No, it's no, it's not a cold rain. Yeah, but, screw but off. It did. It did make us wait. You know, because we wanted to go to the pool, so we had to wait a little. Oh. It, it, it was quite tough. <laughs> I've had a rough day, man. Rough. Day. Oh no, I, I, God, I understand. I understand. Hey, we want to <sighs> start in Asia. You, you know, oh. hey, we're well aware of everything that's going on in the U.S. and you know Europe and all that, but we have our reasons. We want to start in Asia, Nikolai. A little something that uh, you all signed over there, right? Yeah, a little something called the RCEP, the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, um, which has been under preparation for quite a couple of years, uh, which is basically the world's biggest free trade agreement, uh, if you wanted to, if you wanted to summarize it, um, which includes so the whole of ASEAN, uh, China, South Korea, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. And I think, I hope I'm not leaving anyone out. So that's about mm -hmm. 45% of the world population. So who's not and, in there? Right. The US, uh -huh. uh, and Europe, Europe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those countries. Mm -hmm. And 30% of global GDP. Um, so it's pretty good. Free trade, everything. Um, plays perfectly into the ongoing US China decoupling. Mm -hmm. uh, and it replaces the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, um, which was signed in 2016 and from which the U.S. withdrew early 2017, I think, under, mm -hmm. uh, under President Trump. Mm -hmm. um, so that's great. And um, it has been covered in the West. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it has been covered in the U.S. or if there has been. Has it? You know, we've been a little self-absorbed lately. So, you know, if you scroll way down and click on international right. news, uh, it, you know, there might be like one story about the fact that the entire rest of uh, the Eastern Hemisphere is basically moving on um, right. with their lives. Mm. <laughs> right, uh, basically, right? Yeah. And, and leaving the West writ large behind. Because um, yeah, because that's basically what's okay. But I, I I want to comment on that. But first, on the media coverage. So there has been some media coverage in Europe, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think the BBC is doing is doing you know the best job probably out there. Um, but it's all quite fairly negative, mm. um, in the sense that <laughs> oh, it's China uh, pushing a power grab, right? So India was supposed to be in the, in this deal as well, but they withdrew because they have obviously they currently they're currently undergoing some problems and there, yeah, there are some border skirmishes. tensions with they've actually yeah. been fighting yeah right yeah with china yeah. um and people are saying oh 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 china is uh is taking economic control over the region right extending the economic control mm -hmm. um and that's a bad thing right of course where of course it's a bad thing and i i find it very ironic because the implicit goal of the TPP, so the Trans-Pacific Partnership, from which the U.S. withdrew and um, in which China was not involved, right, was to bring this, the, the signatories closer to the USA, mm -hmm. right? That was a fairly explicit goal of that partnership. Yes. Um, and they're also saying, oh, but China... You, are you saying we made... No, no, I'm just... Know, hold on, hold on. Up. Oh, okay, I'll let, you, I'll let you finish. People are also saying, we're not sure what kind of cultural 
effects this might have on all of these countries? You know, what if there is a cultural impact from China on these countries? In yeah, terms of start eating noodles rather than Big Mac, right? <laughs> or what if I mean, it's all. I mean, come on, come on. Right. So, and of course, trade deals for the last. 30, 40 years, have been all about empowering corporations and the wealthy to engage in a race to the bottom. It has made a huge global middle class as well in places like China and elsewhere. But really, principally, it's about been increasing the flexibility and the wealth generating potential of corporations uh, worldwide. However, the TPP did have this explicit political goal of confronting the Chinese authoritarian political system and even leftists opponent. This is one of the places where I disagree with Bernie. Mm. Leftists oppose the TPP. And I'm like, no, no, no. Living in Asia, I did. I'm like, you got to understand why we have to stay engaged and connected here. We pulled out, we disengaged, we became a basket case. And um, like I said, people are moving on. This is great. And people, people here have commented on that, that this is happening as the U.S. is looking the other way. Yep. As they're too self-absorbed right now to notice what's going on. Yep. And people are commenting on that. Um, so I think the China, China Business Review um, said something. I'm going to quote from the China Business Review, okay? Stepping yep. into the role that the United States could have had at the helm of TPP, Beijing has offered a deal that puts it firmly in a leadership role. Through RCEP, the future of the broader Asia-Pacific economy has a diminished role for the United States. Whether the development will be positive for the region is up for debate, but without a doubt, it is a boon for China and a blow to the United States. And you remember how Trump built his whole thing, and I actually supported uh, a confrontation with China about making sure that our political values were preserved. Uh, and um, instead, <laughs> political <we> values. <laughs> well, God, <laughs> little did Listen we know. Right? Little How did we know. How long have I been living? Oh, back we need here. to protect our democracy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, until the day where I decide to burn it all to the ground. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. We, How did that? Yes. Oh God. How did now that you're work? Just making me sad again, man. <laughs> How did that work out for you, Bill? <laughs> So now you have neither democracy nor global influence. <laughs> or or free trade in Asia. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's turning out great. Yeah. Hey, well, don't worry, and, kids. McDonald's and, and, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. I get well, a good case of the pour, shitters. Let's pour a little bit of salt into the wound, too. Of course, coronavirus is raging out of control in Asia and the Pacific right. countries, we, right? Isn't so this it? Is, right? Again, right? 45% of the world's population. I'm telling you, I live here. Corona isn't that much of an issue here anymore, right? So all of these countries, the vast majority of these countries have it under control. I hear the criticism where people say, oh, but Singapore is an island state. Mm -hmm. You just close the borders and boom, 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 boom. it's only 6 million people. Well, okay. and, and Asians just accept authoritarianism, don't they? Right. Not like That's Westerners. Funny. It's funny how much, in the end, how much freer we are here, despite mm -hmm. the restrictions, right? But then there's also Australia. Well, it's not that densely populated. And there's New Zealand. Oh, another island. Right. And there's uh, Cambodia. And there's the 
Philipp- well, the Philippines is a little bit troublesome. Vietnam. Sometimes. Vietnam, Thailand, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> South Korea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, comparatively, even Japan, right? So where exactly does the criticism uh, based on exceptions end? And at right. what point are we willing to accept that all of these massively implemented preventative measures might have something to do with it? You hate freedom. I That's all I, I heard. I freedom. mean, you talked for a while. <laughs> for a while, it was like, no freedom, no freedom. I love... <laughs> blah, blah, I love blah, dictators. no freedom. <laughs> you know, so I'm making that punchline. Yeah. But again, you're free of the virus. Yes. You yes. get to live your lives, now still with restrictions in place, but restrictions that are yielding results of zero to low case road loads, zero to low deaths. So yeah. you want to claim we're freer here? We're getting the restrictions and shit's going through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I- to just to, just to drive this point home again, here's the Eastern Hemisphere. It is moving on to create free trade zones. Uh, this time under the watchful eye of China, which by the way, maybe we take a brief mention of how Hong Kong, the crackdown there mm. is like pretty much over. Uh, they, they have finally just eliminated the free Hong Kong that was there. Uh, even Western countries, Australia and New Zealand, nominally Western countries are having mm-hmm. these successes. Um, what are we doing in, in the West? What, what well, in the hell are we doing? The interesting what is thing wrong here- with us? The interesting thing here is that another criticism that I often hear is based on testing, right? So the U.S., this is typically, by the way, this is apparently the excuse that Trump uses all of all the time, right? Mm. This, this is the only thing he talks about. Well, you test too much. <laughs> yes. You have so many cases uh, because you test so much because that's also how pregnancies work, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you test, you know, if you just keep testing, you're gonna get you're gonna get teen pregnancies. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's really it's, it's, it's tragic, weird, right? Just stop testing. Well, if you do stop testing, you won't know that you have pregnancies until the nature follows its course, which of course is exactly true of the virus. <laughs> it's hey, exactly true of the virus out. too, right? Nature will follow did its did course. Did it's did not did. that the disease will go away. Uh, you right. simply won't have a handle on it. So let's talk about testing. Mm-hmm. Um, you recently tried to get tested. Oh, didn't you, Bill? Yes. <laughs> so we had a situation where uh, a very loose connection to a positive case. Um, mm. We were trying to live our lives a little bit normally. I'm an avid tennis player. We are still trying to play tennis. So far, tennis is sufficiently spaced out that it's been pretty safe. No, oh, it turns privilege. out that. <laughs> what's that? Sorry, sorry, I just had some white privilege stuck in my friend. Oh, <laughs> look, hey, I know what this sport is. <laughs> well, it's but not it golf. Is what it is. Stop apologizing. I'm, it's not yeah. golf. <laughs> I was playing darts in the pub, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so one of us was potentially exposed to this through another connection to this positive case. So we're like, well, crap, what do we do? And I went exploring testing. And the best option that we seem to have here after, frankly, just trying to look for some clear information on where I could get tested was basically a two hour wait. 
uh, you pulled up in your car and you sat there, depending on traffic that given day, uh, to wait two hours in line. We had done it before where we waited an hour and a half in line before we saw some family for uh, huh. months ago for an event here. Two uh, hours. Okay. So these are drive-through testing. Drive-through testing. Right. Um, right. And you know what? We're asymptomatic. We might not even be sick at all. So we said, you know what? We're just going to wait this out. Uh, but testing was not a simple or timely, low-time thing. Um, so there's a couple of problems of that, right? Mm-hmm. Because now you're untested. Yep. You're, you've been exposed. Possibly. You might, you might be an asymptomatic carrier. Yes. Now, obviously, you're extremely um, serious about these kinds of things. So you'll self-isolate yes, for, the next, uh, for the next 10 days. Not sure 100% of people would do that no. in your situation. So that creates um, people who go untested, who walk about in the community and who spread the virus, right? Well, you want to talk Whether about privilege. We can work from home and are. Right, because you might not be able to do that. Right. Because you have some kind of other job. That you got an hourly job go in the outside. grocery store. Right, for example. You right. got to go. Yeah. So that is one of the biggest issues. And just, again, on the testing, look, all of these metrics are difficult and have been since the beginning. They're noisy and they're not necessarily implemented well. So you got to look at many metrics together to understand mm. what is going on. And so I get it. Yeah. So there's there's raw testing, and that's the one that Trump always talks about. And then there's positivity rate. So how many tests are coming back positive? And what that gives you is the prevalence in the community. The argument against that one is you're not doing a randomized sample. Well, that that is true. But you look at trend lines then. If the positivity rate is going up, it's a bad indicator. If the positivity rate is going down, that's good because it means that the prevalence, you have a handle on the direction mm. of the prevalence, right? Yeah, also also the, the whole the whole random sample argument doesn't hold if it's millions of <laughs> millions of data points. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> Well, that's not that's a, that's, matter that's, that much. that's a good point, right? Cuz we are we're doing millions of tests. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. does yeah, But are you only testing the people who so like we're sitting it out. We would potentially help lower the positivity rate. Yes, Potential. well, that's only that's a very one-sided argument because you was also you would also increase it by spreading it, yeah. right? So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure how that pans out actually. Right. Actually, I do know how that pans out because the R is larger than one. Mm. So explain that. So the R is larger than so you would you would infect more than one person, right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't get tested, you infect more than one person. So you would contribute more than your own. Test results. Yes. <laughs> to the test results. If they get tested. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how that pans out, but I'm, it's, it's not a very solid argument. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, then, then the bottom line thing is the metric, the final metrics that you simply cannot deny are hospitalizations and deaths. Right. And mm -hmm. at least here in the US, because that's where the rubber hits the road, right? Because the whole point, if you go all the way back, um, seven months, if you go all the way back, huh. <laughs> <laughs> to early 2020. <laughs> My grandparents told me about early 2020. <laughs> yes. Right. It was a glorious age. <laughs> if you go all the way back to then, the whole point was we need to keep it under control so that hospital systems don't get overwhelmed. That's why you keep the caseload down. Turns out hospitals are expensive. No one's going to show up and then we'll just die at home. 
Well, and it doesn't matter if you have buildings. Are, are we going to dramatically increase the number of personnel in six months? You, you can't right. train people that quickly. Right, exactly. Right? That's a whole yeah. other that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Um, but okay, so but let's compare your testing experience to my testing experience. Oh, boy. Because I've had the sniffles. Yep. I remember that. Um, so I decided to get tested because what they do here is they, you know, they sort of insist. They go, <laughs> well, <laughs> if you have the sniffles, you should really get tested. And, uh, you know, I have a kid in school and stuff like that. So I work from home. I don't really see anyone. I self-isolate when I'm not in restaurants partying. Um, so I decided <laughs> to get tested. So um, I go to this website. Uh, I think it's flugoware.com. Very difficult to... Remember, flu go, go where? Yeah. Okay. And then you find a testing facility close but this to your home. This isn't the flu. Just, just, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. This isn't go. the flu, but you know they use it for everything. Okay. Everyone knows the URL. All right. Um. So there's a testing facility right next door. Uh. It was a it was a full five minute walk. I had to walk oh. there. That that was quite upsetting. So I thought it. I Do I you thought have a I'd call. Wait? Well, I thought I'd call. You know, to to get an appointment to avoid a wait because you might get stuck in a waiting room. With other people. And, uh, yeah, with other people you might infect, right? Even though these are dedicated facilities, right? So mm-hmm. they, they basically don't do anything else. And they were like, uh, yeah, yeah, you can come in now, though. Just come whenever, though. <laughs> I guess they're like, uh, uh, okay, okay. So I, 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 I walked there and I showed up and there was no one there. Wow. And then uh, the doctor saw me. So you get a medical examination. You saw a doctor. Uh, yeah, they determine if you need the test, if your symptoms are uh, are in line uh, with uh, a potential COVID diagnosis. Okay. Otherwise, they won't test you, right? Because that would be a waste of testing. Yes. Um. So he examines you, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a, so you have a throat infection, you know, slight lung infection, low grade fever. So I'm gonna test you. So he tests you. So he, he takes you outside. He tests you outside, all dressed up." And it's like, you have the results within 24 hours. All right, can you just sign here? And then you sign, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the part where you sign the note saying you will walk straight home. You won't stop mm-hmm. anywhere. You mm-hmm. won't go out until we clear you. And if you do, you get a $10,000 fine, six months in prison. Boom. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, since you're a foreigner, we'll just send you home. We'll oh. just take all of your visas away and you're out of here within 24 hours. Because we know that's what happens, right, if you're a foreigner. Um, so was any of that motivating for you? Did it did it focus? Oh gosh, your mind? I was like, let's just go 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 to a bar, have a couple of drinks. Uh, no, so I just went straight home, and I had my test results within twenty four hours. They were negative, so they were like, yeah, you nice. can go out now. Right. Hmm. And you know why they can have that kind of capacity? Because they got it under control to begin with, right? Yes, it is nothing. I mean, yes, exactly. They got it under control to begin with. If the system is crashing, you cannot have that. No, no, you cannot. You cannot. You won't have the capacity, right? Right. You won't Because there's the going to be thousands of people lined up. And by who, the way, if you, are tested, if you are tested positive, right? This is something that people in the West usually don't know. If you are tested positive, they come and get you. Wow. So it's like, pack your bag. We're going to pick you up tonight, right? And then they, they send you to a facility. Where you know you'll be for the so remainder not like of here, your... where you're home, you don't stay home. <laughs> no, you go to the hospital. You go to the hospital when you're or to a community facility first. If you're wow. if you're asymptomatic, and if you get symptoms, you go to the hospital. And so that's also why the death rate is so amazingly low. 
right? Because every but everyone gets medical care immediately. Yeah. Immediately. You know, just on death rate, the the death rate has come way down. So this disease mm-hmm. was ridiculously deadly in the beginning. Uh, and the death rate has come way down because they've figured out more of what this thing is and how better to treat acute cases. Exactly. Plus, in most cases, it doesn't seem to get acute. It doesn't seem to get deadly. But still, it's so ridiculously contagious. It wants to infect everybody that the even lower than original death rate is still quite deadly Mm. uh, and still deadlier than the flu. And also, we don't know anything, again, about long-term consequences. Um, yeah. And people, people downplay this enormously um, because they don't realize how dangerous viruses are, right? So how long ago did we find out that colon and, and, and throat cancer are caused by a virus? Right. And that we could vaccinate against them. Yeah. Right. HPV as well, I believe, as well. Cer- uh, yes. Cervical cancer. Yeah. Yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. I... Don't know what I said, but I wanted to say cervical I think cancer. Colon, you said colon and throat. Oh, colon. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's my male white privilege. Uh, projecting <laughs> my I didn't own know about medical, the colon one. You know, my own yeah. potential medical issues. No, cervical cancer, cervical <laughs> okay, and throat. Okay. But I don't have a cervix. I, I that's why I'm just. <laughs> I, I, I immediately. But you know, you would it, if you could. Look, we understand. It, you, in you my mind, jump to I would if I could. I identify as someone who could have <laughs> one. Exactly. Potentially, does one that make day. it true? Does that make it true? Uh, it does make it true. Truth oh. is what I want it to be, Bill. Oh, see, you Clearly. would fit right well so, sorry, into no, Trump's so world. Cervical and throat cancer <laughs> caused by a virus. Uh, we know that Parkinson's uh, mm. is greatly influenced by, by viruses. We don't understand the full extent of roles viruses play um, in many of yeah. the, the illnesses that kill us. And so that's one consideration. And of course, then there's the, the consideration that there's immediately observable side effects. Uh, so long-term lung damage, uh, the brain fog issue. And yep. I know some of these purple, these people personally. Um, I have friends who have long-term uh, effects of COVID. Mm-hmm. We're young and healthy and, you know, all of those things. So it's really quite, it's really quite upsetting to see people downplay all of those things because they have a very poor understanding of um, medicine, basically. Right, right. And again... You say, well, this is this is relatively rare. Yeah, okay. And then you infect hundreds of millions, if not billions of people. Then right, it ain't so right. rare. Then you've got millions and millions and millions of people dealing with these issues. And also there's moral considerations, right? Yeah. Right. That doesn't Do no seem, harm. That doesn't seem to play into the way many people see the situation. But I, yeah. I would always like to argue, that's why we didn't kill you when we found out you were an ugly baby. Because we have, what? <laughs> because we have, you, you know, we have morals. We, there, there are certain things that we've decided not to do, right? You, right. You're a piece of human waste. We <laughs> should probably off you. We don't, be, because that's not who we are, right? So let's yes. let's just, you know, let's just not go there. It's not going to work out well for anyone, right? right? Come on. Why don't we look what, out for everybody? That's not what society yeah. is built on, right? That's not that's not who we are. We're not right. out in the jungle somewhere. I mean, shit. Right. Right. It's just an. Oh, we look out oh, for everybody. Yeah, we look out for everybody. Ideally, that's, 
Ideally, but just not the poor people. The poor people. Should well, you know, they're true. It's a choice, right? It's it's a, it's a choice to be. Poor, it's, right? it's a choice to be poor. It's because you're not. If if God wanted you to be rich, he would have made you Republican. Right. I don't. He would have why. given you rich parents. <laughs> and made you Republican, and made you a God-fearing Christian. That's what I think. That's yes, indeed. So yes, indeed. Now that I, I am reassured, somewhat now that your glorious leader has invented a vaccine against the China virus, he did single-handedly. Single-handedly came up with a vaccine, um, which is great. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really reassured. Um, <laughs> So um, well yeah, again, just to drive it's this great. point home before we we toggle to the the hot mess that is the West more directly. Again, Eastern Hemisphere, including Western rooted nations, um, are just getting it under control and moving on. And we've got a long, hard uh, season coming here in the West. Long, hard season, and it's not changing anybody's minds. So on to the U.S. Yes, we, you know, on the on the vaccine issue. So we did have some good news from a vaccine from Pfizer. Um, I have to express my um, reluctance to put much faith uh, in that. Look, I, I hope it's true. Uh, I hope a single vaccine will continue to be effective. Um, I realize this is not an influenza, but I kind of personally take my long view from the influenza vaccine, which every year has to be tweaked. Uh, not every year people get it. Well, that's um, also because, just a, a minor footnote on that, because influenza isn't one virus. Right? Okay, so fair enough. It's a whole yep, yep. family of viruses that keep mutating at the same time. And because it's been it's been endemic for so long, all of these yes. viruses, right? And this yes. will become endemic. That is my... Yes. Yes, it will. Well, it game. already is endemic. Right, right, but we won't we won't crush it. We 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 won't pull a smallpox with this. It, it is just my completely. You're gonna no, say, we what won't. Academic paper? Did you point to? I, no, I don't we know. Won't. I'm just doing my best navigating this. It's extremely um, unlikely, but but it is very 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 good news. Uh, seeing how we didn't find any vaccines for the previous two coronaviruses that we faced. Yeah, that's a fair um, point. And even though we don't have all the data yet, right? Um, these are extremely encouraging results, and it should be emphasized that Germans Germans are very rigorous people. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's not like it's not. Are you like, hinting at something more there? Maybe we have a solution. I guess uh, maybe. <laughs> Is it the last one? Ninety percent, ninety percent, maybe. <laughs> It's I, I I think these results can be trusted, especially since, and I think it is important to highlight this: Trump's involvement is much more limited than he would have you believe. See, you uh, seem so concerned that he is trying to less. personally take credit for this, sir. Well, sort of. None of the other <laughs> leaders are doing that, so I don't see why he gets to do it. Because there's a bunch of other countries that are that have agreed to buy it when it was yeah. done, and sort of they're not on a stage saying that they've invented it. Also, they're not calling it the China virus, which is also funny. Yeah. But 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 yes. Yeah, so it's not a political. It's not a tool of political leverage in any of the other Western countries that this vaccine has now apparently come out. But mm -hmm. it it does appear to be so in your country, and it's revindicated as such on Twitter. Where, mm, honest yeah. to God, I I I I know that your administration doesn't think that they've invented the vaccine, but Twitter does. <laughs> <laughs> Like a very significant <laughs> portion of Twitter believes that Trump single-handedly, um, I don't know, did something to a 
to a pangolin or he <laughs> and came up with a cure i mean that's so that's very disturbing that's very disturbing yeah. to an outsider um especially in the context of what's currently happening around your elections well specifically they're probably pointing to operation warp speed which of course was a series of uh supports uh many financial in order to develop vaccines and you and I were disagreeing a little bit about this before we got rolling here. I mean, Pfizer at first claimed to have no connection to Operation Warp Speed, but then, yes, they had to come along and admit that they did because they got some purchase guarantees, but you weren't buying that. You, uh, you No, no, you, no, you, they, they, they do have purchase guarantees. They do have purchase guarantees. But I, I think you shouldn't turn the situation around. It's not yeah. Donald Trump who are like, yeah. we should get a vaccine. I am giving money to the scientists to invent me a vaccine and I am doing this. And what happens was that Trump needs a vaccine because people are dying. And, uh, you know, the U.S. wisely has placed bets in many places mm -hmm. where this vaccine is being developed, right? And one of the bets that they made was with, um, was with BioNTech. Uh, it's the company doing the research and Pfizer for the development of this particular vaccine by giving them purchase guarantees saying, okay, if you develop a vaccine, if it gets FDA approved, we'll buy it from you, right? Yeah. That is, whereas they gave, for example, they gave buttloads of money to Moderna and stuff like that for the other um, vaccine efforts. So if you turn that around, you can say, I came up with a vaccine, right? Right. I made the development of And that's of the these stretch that has, get, right. has got you pissed off. Right, because yeah. a whole bunch of and other I'm countries are that. going to buy this vaccine. And none of them are claiming to have developed it. Also, Germany financed the research. And Pfizer, you know, <laughs> developed, actually produced vaccine at risk, which means that they did it with their own money, right? Yeah, at first, uh, yeah. So that's fair game, right? That's fair game, obviously. Yeah, because your point is fair that a purchase guarantee, we're not going to purchase a useless va uh, vaccine, Right. right. So right. you need to spend the money on coming up with something that works. So it's not uh, at risk. And if it's not at risk, you don't have skin in the game. And if you yeah, don't right. have skin in the game, you don't get to say it's because of you. Yeah. You, you, well, don't, get you, to, you don't get to claim the upside. Right. Well, you, if, if you're you not responsible try. for any of the downside, <laughs> that's not the way yes. it works. Right. right. So these scientists, right? They've done the work, right? Pfizer has right. invested a whole, whole, and the German government, right? But, but to, to just claim the upside, to just show up and say, oh, oh, oh it turned out well. Oh, right. It's thanks to me. I told you. I told you. Well, and this, and this, this message was essentially he has only appeared once uh, in public. Uh, spoken once in public, uh, specifically uh, since for this. essentially the since the election was called for Biden, and. Right. Um, it was to talk all about Operation Warp Speed and the Pfizer vaccine and to bitch and moan about the governor of New York and to do all of these things and, and have sycophants stand up there and praise him. Uh, that was the Health and Human Services Secretary. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then very competent doctors who I think we can trust who are leading the research effort stood up there and spoke too. But anyway, this is the only time he's shown up and it was to talk about coronavirus. Mm. Um, the only other time he seemingly has shown up in public is when he did a drive-by of the uh, Proud Boy uh, marches in uh, Washington yesterday. It's very um, important to show your face there. Yeah. But, but meanwhile, on Twitter, uh, and in my email box, in fact, 
uh, the destruction of American democracy, the undermining of our system oh. continues <laughs> undeterred. Uh, By any just facts. to be clear, he keeps losing court cases. Uh, they claim they've got the evidence to finally um, flip the election. They keep losing court cases. Uh, they keep being told it's not true. Could we pause, um, pause got, for a second on how they're losing court, court cases? The manner in which they're losing these court cases. So the transcripts of the court cases are publicly yes. available. You, you should really go read them. It's, uh, it's quite informative. And uh, many of them involve pissed off judges. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, who are basically fed up with the bullshit and right. who are reminding lawyers that, you know, their, their license is at risk if they fuck with them. <laughs> and I remember, um, I, I don't remember the state that this happened in where the judge asked, uh, so are you saying that there were no Republican observers in the room? To which the, to which the, 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 the guy responds, there were none zero. Yes, <laughs> that's there right. There were a, a non-zero number of Republican observers present in the room, Your Honor. To which she, uh, the judge in question asked something along the lines, I'm asking you a direct question. <laughs> were there uh, Republicans in the room? And he was, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, this goes to their claims keep shifting, right? We, uh, we didn't have observers. You go to court. Did you have observers? Yes, we had observers. Okay. And then they shift to the next claim, and they shift to the next claim, and they shift to the next claim, and these just keep getting tossed. Well, and but, in, and in but social the damage media, is being done to our republic. Yes, it's being done on the claims. It's being done on the yes. claims, on the level yes. of the claims, right? So well, and the way they're being, they are stealing the election. This is fraud. The, there's no bolstering of our democratic institutions. Instead, it's, it's, it's done, okay? The damage is done. There are people living today that will spend a lifetime convinced that this was stolen. And this begins, all of this begins with the undermining of the free press. All of mm. this. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Right? And, and listen, shared truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh saying, oh, oh, uh, to quote Giuliani, right? We talked about this on the last episode. Um, news networks don't get to call elections. Well, no, that's true. But they do announce a projected winner like they have always done, right? Yes. It's not like they're making this shit up th right. this time around. Like this is, this is standard operating procedure, right? This is just the way things are done in the United States of America. Yeah. Um but but you know and now people are going oh they're the entire free press is lying. The entire even, system is lying. Even even Fox News is lying. And yes. that is how it all begins. That's what you do, right? There's a reason Goebbels invented the term Lügenpresse. Like the 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 once people no longer know what to believe, right? You can make them believe anything and there's no longer a shared truth. And if you look on Twitter, nobody believes, like, like, honest to God, like these Republican people who are strongly in support of Trump, um, as is their right, right? Um, I, I, I would say that liberty is somewhat undermined by the fact that they don't seem to agree on any policy. It's just about lies, you know, they, they, they agree with all of these fabrications. And, and yes, they believe all of these things. They believe it verbatim, verbatim, yeah. verbatim. N not not a uh, not a grain of critical thought. Nothing. Do they believe? 
Maybe. Or is it all just cynical politics? Uh, because something that's being worked into this, if you haven't followed it carefully, is there are two Senate seats that are still open that won't be settled until January because the state of Georgia has to have two runoff elections. And so the idea is, is we need to keep people ginned up and the money flowing until that is done. Because if, mm. if the Republicans lose the Senate, then they don't have any of the federal uh, legislative branches or the executive branch. And so that's like bad for the Republicans. So do we lie, 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 lie? Do we undermine, undermine, undermine in order to win these two seats? That is the, what would you call that? Like the Machiavellian interpretation. Well, yes. I, I, what I, you I, were I just saying, the true believer interpretation. And my concern really is more the true believers. The, the, yeah, listen, listen, that is, I've clearly, I think the Republican Party and the people who are still endorsing these claims, right? Because mm -hmm. listen, Trump isn't the issue, right? Trump right. Is, a, is, is, is a liar, a pathological liar who will never admit defeat, right? And he's, he's lining his pockets, right? He is preparing a way out, right? He's trying to fundraise. He's trying to- Yeah, um, he's a grifter come up with a way to claim that whatever legal prosecution is coming his way later is political, you know, persecution by the Democrats, right? Mm -hmm. he, is, he is getting out of this as well as he possibly can, right? But there are career politicians siding with him yes, who are doing so and who are willingly and knowingly damaging the foundation of your democracy. Yes. For- I agree political reasons because they think it plays well for the 2024 elections because they think it plays well it's just in their best well, even political interest i mean it, it, they, they're going to be yeah. testing the house again in it is in their best political interest yeah and and that is a level of ruthlessness that cynicism is, that is unbecoming of any free democracy it is unbecoming well, it dis and it destroys the system I mean, it destroys it undermines the system. the system. And, you know, let's be clear about, you know, um, oh, Trump is doing all these lawsuits. I don't yeah, care. He, yeah, he should. He should. Uh, look, he's allowed to do that. Uh, he's demanding recount. Okay. Okay. In let's some recount. cases, the states say it, that it, it has to be done. In other cases, if he has legal access to recounts, all for it. Now, what do you say around those two sets of actions? Do you say we are following the legal process and our rights that we have exactly. in our democratic system? and that we will accept the results of whatever these are? Or do you sit out there screaming, it's being stolen, it's being stolen, it's being stolen, and no matter what, matter what happens, it is fraudulent? That's the damaging part, and that's what they're doing. No matter the facts, it's fraudulent. Right. No matter the facts, right? right. So even, because even undermining the court system, Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> it starts to undermine the court system. Right, they're undermining right, right, the courts. Right, right. They're saying none of these judges are capable. Can be valid. Can, yeah, yeah, none of them are valid. None of them yeah. are capable to evaluate whether or not there was any fraud taking place. And this is where it goes to. Nothing is valid but what the supreme leader says. Yes, it is, yes. And that is where it all goes to hell. That is the problem. Having these unfalsifiable beliefs, because mm -hmm. that is what they are. They are unfalsifiable beliefs. Right. Right? Because there's and no information no. that won't get delivered from the people, from people who don't have something to gain from it that you will believe. Yeah. And, and that is dangerous.
that is very it, dangerous. And people doing dangerous. it for their selfish interests, for their selfish yeah. gains. And people should be way, way too. more upset than they are. People should be way, way more upset than they are. And I think it's very dangerous. Yeah. I think it's about very... Listen, it is very charismatic and it is very controlled mm -hmm. and it is very, but also very dangerous what Biden is doing. Oh, how so? Laughing at, at, at Pompeo, right? Just like just saying, mm, making, okay. making a joke of the situation, right? As if none of this is consequential is, is yeah. in my opinion, extremely dangerous because it is very consequential. You know, we should have had that Pompeo soundbite. Tell you what, I, I'll put it in. I'll put it in. Uh, is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. All right, we're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I mean, come on. That is just, he is not, he should not even allow those words, right, to, to, to appear right. in, in his brain, let alone right. speak them. It is undemocratic. It is, well, it is, and our chief diplomat to the world. Right. 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 The, By the, the way, the person could we that's please, supposed to use words could we to please, communicate the thought and belief and intentions of the United States is loose with his words. And people tried to claim it as a joke. And he actually went on Fox News later and he was asked directly, were you joking? And he wouldn't really answer that question. So maybe we he shouldn't have around. those kinds of people in those kinds of roles, right? If they cannot <laughs> hey, control look, their we're tongue. we're trying. They cannot control their tongue in critical situations. Right. right. So either it's a joke or it's not a joke. If it's a joke, he's incompetent. If it's not a joke, he's dangerous. Yes. There's Either no, way, it's dangerous. There's no third possibility here, right? But yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just I, I, I find it very upsetting. And I, 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 but I think pretending like nothing is going on, right? I mean, I get it. I get it. It's an easy, it's an easy way out. I, I too trust in the system, and I think, mm -hmm. I think it will work itself out, right? Because I don't think there's gonna be a military coup, right? That's not the issue here. I think the issue is the undermining of the democratic institution by making enormous portions, a, a, a significant percentage of the US population believe in blatant lies by yes. programming them for four years to accept the fact that there is no objective truth. Yes. Right? To rally and behind- no one besides their own tribe can be trusted. That is extremely, extremely harmful to society. And, and believe me, I can already hear people saying, no, both siderism, both siderism. Look, there are people who don't believe any arguments that the other side, quote unquote, makes either. They don't believe any right, of that. Right. They're willing to dismiss it all. So we need to guard against this sort of thing uh, on the left or liberals or whatever you want to call it. Mm. We need to guard against it because we are equally vulnerable to this kind of thinking. But all of the energy... <laughs> 
well, that's is why on need... the right right now. Yeah, but that's all why the need... energy yeah, and yeah, action yeah, yeah. is on the right. Well, listen, listen, and 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 trust me, I I I fully I fully agree, and and I I would go for it. The media is to blame as well. The newspapers are to blame mm, as yeah. well, right? The newspapers for the last God knows how long, for the last decade have been playing the wrong game, have been in the wrong business, right? They have been in the engagement business. Mm. They're competing with social networks. They're, it's mostly opinion-driven. Yeah. Right? There is yeah. no more facts. There is only, there is only opin- opinions. Well, and there's a commercial <laughs> imperative behind that, right? You need eyeballs in order to sell advertising. And the way you get that is through inflammatory headlines and inflammatory, inflammatory story angles. Uh, so that is an artifact of the commercially financed media machine. Right, um, exactly, yeah. Bland neutrality doesn't sell. It doesn't maximize profit. It doesn't maximize engagement. So, Oh, man. Yeah, we're in a jam there. But, you know, just again on Biden, you know, I don't actually mind Biden doing this avuncular above the fray thing. But like everybody below him needs to be fighting this street fight, metaphorical, metaphorical street fight. And my fear is that the Democrats, frankly, aren't up to it. Uh, I have watched for decades as the Republicans have gotten increasingly ruthless and uh, sorry, the Republican. Yes, the Republicans have gotten increasingly ruthless. The Democrats have remained feckless. And another way that it's put uh, by a writer and many others is um, the Democrats are bringing a knife to a gunfight. They just aren't up to who their opponents are. Uh, And I think Biden can do his thing and appear calm and presidential. But man, you got to be doing tooth and nail below that. And I don't see that. Maybe I'm missing it. Um, So that's concerning to me. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Huh. Good times. Good Good times. times. Good times. It's awesome. So good. Do we have any good news? Should we just... (laughs) I don't know. Should we have a look? uh, Yeah, have a look. Have a look. Hold on. Um... And uh, I'll I'll get this uh, ball rolling here. Just one piece of good news. Uh, one piece, only one piece. All right. So I'm reading this from the Good News Network on Twitter. Okay. <sighs> Let's see. Alert! Every time someone tweets, "Thank you for your service today," twenty five dollars goes to paying off a veteran's home mortgage. Huh. Okay. So get on Twitter and just and say tweet it. Thank you for your service. I, you might need to add a hashtag. Uh, I'm not sure. There you go. Sure. Uh, that's good. We should support people who make those kinds of sacrifices. Yeah. Right. Maybe we could go into that a little bit more. I, I got a Some very day. nuanced Some viewpoint. All right. It's good news. It's good news. All right. Things will be better next week, Nikolai. You have a good for one. Sure. Okay. You Enjoy too. your freedom, sir. Spasibo, comrade. <laughs> what? I mean, talk soon. Talk soon. <laughs> okay. Take care.